everyone. I'm here with another episode currently binging the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds, rate, comment, all greatly appreciated. So, if you click on this, <laughs> that means you want to hear what I have to say about The Last of Us uh, Season 1 because it has already been renewed for Season 2. If you are a video game person like who's like an OG fan of the video game. This is not the episode for you unless you are planning to listen <laughs> with an open mind and not, um, what's the word, get easily offended or um, spew hatred. You know, all those things that usually tend to happen when someone recreates something that is beloved and then the OG people have very very strong opinions about it. I did not play the video game. I didn't even know the video game existed until this show so you are probably going to be disappointed in a lot of the things that I have to say because I will not be referencing the video game for the most part outside of like a couple of things that happened in the actual show that I took note of. So again if you're an OG video game person like a video gamer who played this video game and you have strong opinions about this then you're probably not going to like this episode <laughs> and I would suggest you turn me off right now but for everyone else there will be spoilers so let's get into this so The Last of Us stars Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey and oh my gosh when I first of all because you all know I have to set you up of even how I even came to watch this because if you are a listener of this podcast and you're probably like was not expecting Eva to talk about this one yeah I wasn't expecting to talk about it either um because when I saw again had no reference of what this show was all I saw were a couple of trailers to me it was giving um what is the the zombie show? The Waking Dead kind of it was giving me that those vibes, even though I didn't see um any like infected at this point in the trailers. But like just the premise and all of that and the vibes, I was getting like zombie. And if you've listened to any of the episodes where I've discussed I why I do not like watching anything with zombies, like I'm just not gonna watch it. So I was very, very like, oh no, we're not gonna watch this, whatever. But as it is with most things, it was like a lot of people were talking about the show, um, like everywhere I went, like literally everywhere I went. And um, then one of my friends mentioned, who is a who is a gamer, mentioned that it was a video game, which is how I found out <laughs> this was based on a video game. I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe it may not be that bad. Then I actually sat and like read the premise and I was like, okay, this is based on like some pandemic event happens. So therefore, it may not be as zombie e as I think that it might be. Granted, the infected people were still giving me zombie, but it wasn't like, there wasn't too much of them or too many of them, which you all were complaining about. I'm not gonna say you all because I don't wanna generalize, but apparently people were, or people who play the video game, um, were upset about because they were like, they wanted to see more infected people because I guess in the game, which I mean, it's a game, you're fighting to get to like the next level. And so you're most likely fighting against these infected people. But I did read an article and 
they were talking to the co-creator Craig Manson and he was saying that it was easy for them to cut out a lot of the like scenes that involved the infected or the cordyceps um which is what they're like called what well, they're called both in the show but he said it was easy for them to turn to like cut some of those scenes where it didn't really have an overall impact to the individual character storylines and then the one thing that he mentioned which is really true is like it's not a video game so like if there were to be deaths like in a video game you're killing the infected and you're like trying to get to the next level and you just really don't care you just want to kill them whereas in a tv show like anything that happens is going to directly impact our main characters so therefore they have to think about like who's being like what what who's being killed and why um outside of like whatever happens in a video game because apparently this is a very first of all I wouldn't even think that I mean I guess you guys are getting a vibe that I'm not a video game player like that. I used to play video games, but it was like mostly sports types and um, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> like that was literally it. Um, but like all these like storyline type, um, sad storylines, like, I don't know. I wouldn't think that this would be a video game or that people will want to play a video game like that. I mean, I guess there's a target audience for everything. But that was the other thing when I found out from a friend that this was a video game and then they were talking about like how it was like a sad story and all that I was like okay now you're piquing my interest because I feel like there could be some good storytelling happening here they may not be zombies let's let's give it a try so we gave it a try and when I say I came in late like I came in super late I think I came in after episode six so I binged the first six episodes and then, or wait, yeah. And then episode seven, eight, and nine. Why does that not seem right? No, I binged the first seven episodes. And then episode eight and nine, um, I had to watch when it was released um, on Sunday. Because this is a weekly release show. Because it's on HBO. Um, so, sitting through all of them, I did break it up a little bit. Because I was just like... This is kind of, you know, not something that I would want to sit and watch a lot of in one sitting, but I took notes. <laughs> so we're going to go through some of my notes. Um, some one that some of the things that I will mention that are from the video game, just to get this mentioned and out the way. So the game was released in 2013, which also makes sense why I probably would not have played this because 2013, like... I don't want to say that because then people might get offended but like I was <laughs> like I was just not in a, in a place in my life where I would be playing video games like that so I could see why that could have been missed for me personally but um there's a part one a left behind and then a part two I was trying to read like what the different parts were because I believe it's part one, then left behind, then part two. It's a little bit out of order. But to me, based on what we got in the series, it seems like they um, focused on part one and left behind, which left behind based off of the synopsis that I read for left behind. It seems like they drilled it down to one episode, but I could, I could be completely wrong because, again, I didn't play the video games. And then part two which 
I did mention at the top, we are getting to season two. So assuming part two will be season two. I don't know. This is just me speculating. Um, the other thing is that we did have a couple of people from the actual video game in the actual series. So the guy who played Joel in the video game, um, who Ellie ends up killing with a knife in episode, I think that was episode eight. Yeah, episode eight, um, when the perv guy like snatched her up and we found out that they were in there eating bodies because you know this is like kind of like post post-apocalyptic because even though like it's set in what would be our current time but it still has that feel um but you know it's been 20 years of them living in this state and so now they're at the point where it's like they can't get food so they're turning to eating like actual humans so like that was that whole episode was wild but um that guy that she killed with the knife in the in the neck he was Joel in the video game Troy Baker and then we see in the finale episode at the beginning when we get more back story for Ellie like they really waited to give us Ellie's backstory like I have some thoughts about that or like some things to say about that um but they uh the person who played her mom uh, Anna was played by Ashley Johnson, who plays Ellie in the game. I think those are the only notes that I have from the actual, oh, and some other things. Like, people have been arguing for, like, a decade about if Joel should have done what he did as far as lying to Ellie about um, them not needing her for the cure and, like, snatching her back and killing everyone not sure if that's exactly how it happens in the game but to me it seems like for the most part at least like the the meat of the series and everything follows the game it has the same look and feel of the game because you know HBO they have the um after show episodes and because I binged it you know you get to the last one then it'll, it'll play all the way to the end because it won't give you that option to skip. And so I did watch that for like the last three episodes. Um, and so to me, it seems like for the most part, they stuck pretty close to the source material, except for an overwhelming amount of infected people, which I was okay with. Um, and I the overall takeaway, or at least what they were saying, the um, co-creators were saying is that, or I think it was Craig M M Mazin, Mazin. Hopefully you all know, I am a name butcherer, not on purpose. So hopefully I'm saying it right. But um, essentially what they want us to walk away with was like, understand why he did what he did. Cause you don't really, I guess you don't get that in the game and that Ellie wouldn't have wanted him to do it. So I guess like because it's a video game, you can't really, there's, with a video game, like there, you can't, I mean, you could, you can't emotionally connect like with the story and all of that, but like, it's kind of pretty much, this is what it is. Like whatever choice you make, like there's already a predetermined, um, like 
street or predetermined direction because I can't think of the other word for you to go so it's like yeah you can connect to the story which clearly people have because it has such a big following and people really care about it but I think the difference with a series a tv series is that like now it's not that digital type of um blocker between the viewer and the characters and it feels a little bit more real and a little more human and it gives you the opportunity because now you're not you as a viewer are not making choices that will lead you down predetermined um roads but rather you're watching the story play out and you are now you now have that um openness or like there's more of a connection that you can make with those characters because you're not the one who's making those decisions those decisions are kind of being made already and you're just watching the story and connecting with um hopefully connecting with the characters based on the story that's being told hopefully that makes sense that was a whole lot but <laughs> hopefully you're following what I'm saying so let's take it back a little bit because I don't want to um spend too too long on that I do want to talk a little bit about some of the stuff that we actually saw so first episode you already know I had questions I wrote them down immediate question how did this transfer <laughs> I'm not going to read my second question because it's kind of mean um, and then the more my main question was how did it transfer and so we started in 1968 with a talk show segment, which is pretty much they're talking about viruses and that there's this fungus that we're not prepared for that will um, essentially come and alter our minds and eat the host, <laughs> like literally out the gate. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we jumped to 2003 where we meet Joel. Um, we meet his brother. Um, and then we also meet his daughter which automatically you know she's going to die if you have not played the video game you just know you have a feeling just based on the decisions that she's making um based on how we're introduced to both her and Joel and you see that very close uh father-daughter relationship so to me I'm like okay she's most likely going to die. You also get to see like the, the, not only the dynamic between those two, but then the dynamic between those two and then Tommy, um, Joel's brother. But like, as we go through, we're kind of like, okay, at least I'm sitting here like, okay, something's going to happen <laughs> at some point that's going to cause wide panic. And then we're going to jump in 20 years. So um, as things start spreading and like she goes to get his watch fixed and the lady's like shutting stuff down. I'm just like, if someone's shutting, this is me personally, if someone's shutting stuff down or like, you need to go home and not leave. I'm like, I'm going home <laughs> and turn on the TV and check. Like this is 2003. It should be on the news or something. Turn on the TV, even though she's a teenager, like I think he's, how old did he say she was? 14, 15, something like that. Like at that age, I watched the news. <laughs> So like go home, turn on the news, be like, what is going on? I asked my parents or whatever, but like she didn't because she, uh, her father told her to go to their neighbor's house and she went to the neighbor's house and the dog was acting weird. And to me again, like, I'm like, okay, why is the dog acting weird? 
because you know it's the dogs dogs usually sense things before humans do and I did write I was like this dog is probably the smartest one <laughs> on this entire episode because as soon as he sensed it he was like uh-uh got to go not staying like immediately even when he shows up at um her house and she's like oh we need to take you back home and he's like nope and he runs off and then she's like oh, okay well I guess that means I'm gonna go and um see what's going on in the house so of course she does and then Tommy and Joel roll up um because she's about to be attacked by her neighbors who have now turned and so I guess my main question is like how did it transfer we learn later on we see episode two when we jump back to 2003 because we jump forward after we see, um, actually, it's a lot. Quite a bit happens in, in episode one, but we're not gonna we're not gonna go episode by episode. But we see um, Sarah. She ends up getting shot. Like she doesn't even make it past day one. And I was like, oh my gosh, if this is how it's gonna be this entire thing. Like I had already came into the show a little bit prepared mentally for it to be like sad <laughs> and not expecting to see the characters win at much of if anything so maybe that because I came in with that mindset like it wasn't I was prepared a little bit for it and it wasn't like oh my gosh it's so sad oh I can't watch it um but she ends up dying because of course when it's something like a pandemic, which we've all lived through actually. And we know when things turn for the worse, people act like they've lost their entire minds. Like they don't know how to think or they like they've never been able to think logically and just start going crazy. Um, in real life, it thankfully was not a fungus um, brain eating thing that or a brain eating fungus that like inserted itself into humans and slowly took over the world but I mean there are some parallels there which is like crazy when we think about it like we watch all these things that are like end of the world pandemic world shuts down and like we genuinely actually lived through a shutdown moment that is wild anyway so the because no one knows what's going on and they're literally just don't know what to do so people are just doing whatever they think is best and they get intercepted by a soldier who ends up getting direction we don't hear the direction but like we can tell the direction is to kill joel and sarah who is is are the two he, who he runs into and joel's like oh no We're like there's nothing wrong with us were normal and he ends up shooting and we see them like separate I don't know I was I guess I was suspecting her to turn <laughs> into an infected and that would be how how she dies um and not necessarily that she would get shot which was kind of like oh wow that's kind of kind of a more horrible <laughs> a more horrible situation than if she was to have gotten um bit and then turned into one of the um, infected but yeah so that's how she dies and clearly Joel has a lot of trauma and um, is dealing with that even 20 years later 
um, in the way that he has lived his life, which we can see based on what he's doing in the present. Um, he is known for not towing on the right side of the line. There's also just a lot going on in general because again, it's been 20 years. There has been no cure. I literally wrote <laughs> when we jumped to 2023, I was like, they haven't found a cure in 20 years. <laughs> also other questions, how did Joel get to Boston? Where is his brother? Um, which we do find out all those things later on. I mean, when I say they like, they like dragged out some of these answers, they really we're like, oh, we we gon' we gonna drag it out. So um, we do see that um, Joel is in Boston. He is with Tess, who also we don't really learn a lot about her background. Um, but like, I don't know. I just anyone we met on screen for some reason, I was like, I feel like they're gonna die. Like, <laughs> so when she ends up dying, a couple of episodes later was it in episode two yeah episode two then I was just like okay so anyone we meet from here on out like we're just gonna expect that they're gonna die and that's essentially what happened every single episode was like someone died well the one that was really like not even I would say probably the saddest story um was the one with the two brothers so Sam and Henry and then Henry ends up or no Sam ends up getting bit and then tries to attack Ellie and then Henry ends up having to kill his own brother that he spent all this time trying to save his brother like when you just think about that story it's just like oh my gosh it's literally a gut punch to the heart because when we meet them because now at this point, um, so Joel, we, we all watch, we know, or you play the video game if you're still listening. <laughs> Joel and, and Ellie are on their own because Tess um, was bit and then killed herself to help them get further along. And they are trying to make it to, um, where are they trying to go? Washington? Yeah, I think it's Washington. On the, they're trying to get to the West Coast <laughs> so that they can, because um, there's a doctor there because Marlene is like, oh, there's a doctor, they're, they're trying to come up with a cure. She needs to get there. She can take her herself. And so Joel and Tess made the deal. And so like they're on the trek heading West. So like they literally have to cross the entire country um, that is full of infected, infected people, people who are literally just living to survive um, and like whatever else they come across. And so um, when we get to the Henry story, which is also where we see um, Melanie Linsky, who plays Kathleen, which I saw stuff again. I was like, there are so many things that are happening on the internet <laughs> around the show that had nothing to do with the actual show, but like the people in the show. So Melanie Linsky, like I guess people were, um, talking about her because they were like, oh, well, she doesn't look like she is living in a, um, like a world where she would be starving for hunger and da, da, da. And I was like, what, what is wrong with people? Literally, everyone just feels like they can say whatever it is that they want to say. Like the first thing that comes to their mind, they're like, oh, okay, no filter, just going to say it. 
don't care, especially on the internet. Like this has been a thing since the internet has been a thing, but even more so like recently since the the pandemic when everyone kind of lost their minds. Like I just feel like everything's gotten worse. And I feel like Melanie Linsky, because I also watch um, Yellow Jackets, which she's in. I feel like she gets a lot of shit from people. I don't understand why, um, because I haven't seen her or heard of her doing anything controversial. But I feel like everyone just always comes for her, especially about how she looks. And that, like, people need to chill out. So, of course, she, I believe she says something around, like, around it. I don't remember exactly what she said. But like no one in this series at all looked like they were starving for anything. If we if we want to be for real for real. Like everyone looked like they were normal. And why would they be starving? Because they still have food. Like they're still animals. Some of them are shooting animals down. Some of them are eating other humans. Like they're still eating. They might not be eating what they want to eat, but they're still eating. So this is just very weird. But um <laughs> We meet the brothers. We learn that like Henry, because Kathleen is like out to take. Um, I, and also, I I kind of feel like, although it was the saddest episode, um, which is, what was that episode called? Endure and Survive. Even though it was the saddest episode, it also was kind of the best paced episode, at least to me, because you have Kathleen who's like on a mission looking for Henry because he is the reason why her brother is dead and she's like he needs to die and then you have joel and ellie trapped in this in the city also being hunted because they trying to survive killed um some of her men so she's looking for them as well and she automatically because she's a little bit deranged unhinged is like oh they must be working with henry even though they literally just got to the city and the the guys told her that they just got to the city um, and so when you see them link up with Henry and Sam, you're, you kind of, it gives you like the briefest, the briefest amount of hope. There's two, there are two, no, I was going to say there are two moments in the series where you feel the brief, the briefest amount of hope after you've gone through so much muck. Um, I was going to say when they find Tommy and they find out like they've been living that he's been living at this compound. I guess it gives you a little bit of hope when you think when you get to the end. But like, oh, they found this compound, like they're very self-sufficient. Um, they have housing, it's clean, like all of that. That is a little bit of hope. So okay, I take it back. That is another moment of hope. But this one where it's like Henry and Sam, Joel and um Ellie and like you see the relationship between Ellie and Sam you're like oh they're going to travel oh, the rest of the way together and, but you just know like even though it's that little glimmer of hope you know that it's going to be snatched away <laughs> and I think that's like the great thing about the Elisa storytelling in this because even in even though you come in this knowing at least assuming that every episode is going to be some type of like tragic thing that happens it's still like, oh, when you get a little bit of like light at the end of the tunnel, it seems, and you kind of like hold on to it, like, oh, okay, maybe it could be okay. And then they like snatch it from under you. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Um, so you do feel that, but then they get, um, they're almost literally, literally a pinky toe away from like crossing the finish line to be out of that city on their way to find the, um, what are they called? 
I don't know why I want to, Fedra, I'm like, I don't know why I want to call them the Fed, the Federale or something like that, but no, they're on their way, or not Fedra, that's the, that's the bad guys, the good guys, the um, fireflies, they're on their way, or I guess you can say good guys, but do we really know? Because we didn't really spend a lot of time with them, but we know people have their own opinions about the fireflies, fireflies and people have their own opinions about Fedra, um, and we do get to see those opinions, but... We don't get to really spend a lot of time with the actual Firefly or spend a lot of time with an actual Fedra person outside of them like being kind of there to fill in some of the characters um, storylines like Ellie because she did she was being she did grow up learning to become like a part of Fedra. But anyway, uh, so they're literally about to cross the finish line and then the guy who's guarding it calls Kathleen. Kathleen comes rolling in. All the whole, and you know something big is coming because like all the whole time, like the ground's been shaking. Um, we learned that they like buried a bunch of the infected undergrounds and they've literally spent years, like it seemed like thousands of them came from up under. And like one of them, I don't even know if it was like human. Like I don't, I, apparently there are different types of infected, um, but I don't, I they talked about a couple of them, but I don't think that they actually, because we didn't see too much infect, too many infected, I feel like they didn't really get into the many differences between the um, infected. But once they came up at the ground, I was like, okay, everybody dying. <laughs> everybody but Ellie and freaking Joe is about to die. And that's literally what happened. Everyone died. Um... And then again, they give you like another sliver of hope because everyone dies, but like Joel, Ellie, of course, they get out and then Sam and Henry also get out. But it's like any, and this kind of points back to what happened with um, Tess because it's like when you're fighting for your life, these things, like you're bound to get scratched in some somewhere. And so we see once they get to a, an abandoned motel, that Sam had gotten scratched and it's like, oh, damn. And then Ellie, you could, like, you could not. Like, that almost is kind of like a tear-jerking type of a scene because Ellie was like, she finally had a friend. Um, and especially when you learn about her her friendship later on, um, in hindsight, looking back at this, like, oh, she finally has a friend. And she even, because she's like, oh, I'm immune, like smears her blood on him thinking it's going to save him, but it doesn't. He still turns. And then, like I said earlier, he attacks um, Ellie and then Henry. He's like in disbelief of like what is going on. Um, he doesn't want to kill him because Joel was about to like take Sam out. Um, but Henry's like, no. But then Henry ends up killing Sam and like he can't even live with that and, and ends up killing himself it's so sad it's such a, a such a sad 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 story <laughs> in this um but as I've said multiple times they dragged out some of these storylines specifically around Ellie her backstory we don't get into episode seven and we don't even get the whole backstory we get like a part of the backstory and then I'm like okay so are they just gonna make us leave us to be like oh this is probably what happened with um her friend whose name is, what is her friend's name? I probably have it in uh, Riley, with her friend Riley. So we flash back to when we know like Marlene ends up taking in, um, what's her name? 
Ellie. I'm like, I don't know why I want to call her Tess. Ends up taking in Ellie. Um, and we know that they found her, like, they were like, oh, is she infected or whatever? And, Marlene, and they were going to kill her, but Marlene was like, no. We kind of find out that Marlene um, was the one who dropped her with Fedra. And um, we eventually get, like, the additional backstory that she was best friends with Ellie's mom for, like, since childhood. And then we get that sad story um, <laughs> in the finale. But... We meet Riley, um, clearly very best, uh, is clearly Ellie's best friend, but also like there's more there and you can feel it the entire episode. And I always feel a little weird when it's like, like the super young kids. Cause I'm kind of like, I don't like, is that where the direction you're trying to go or like what is happening here? It's always like, what, like, where are you trying to go with this? Um, but they do go there and it's like, oh, actually, no, this is like more than friends um, or more than a friendship. And they've kind of had like a little bumpy area because Riley just disappeared and had been gone for weeks. We saw Ellie was in, uh, in there fighting people. And then um, Riley just shows back up, come to find out she had been with the Fireflies and then she had been in an abandoned mall, which they said it was off limits because there were infected people down there but I was like oh no there's not she clearly didn't search the whole mall because there was one there she must have thought oh maybe it's dead um but it clearly was not dead because it chose the night that she bought Riley or she bought Ellie down there to wake up and attack the girls so both of the girls end up getting um scratched and we don't find out because Ellie alludes to her earlier in the episode, which is why it's kind of like, oh, do they just want us to make the assumption that she killed Riley? But she made the assumption, or she made the assumption, she made the comment earlier when she was talking to Joel, and Joel was like, oh, she, he was like, oh, it's your first kill or whatever. And she's like, no, I lied. Actually, um, I have killed someone before. And then we see this episode, so we're to assume that she killed um, Riley because, like, she is immune so she didn't turn, but Riley probably turned. And so we find out in the end that that's actually what happened because she tells um, Joel in the end. What else do I want to talk about? Because <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I'm recapping everything. And y'all know how I feel about recapping stuff when we've all watched it. Like these are like things that stood out that I think are um, really in important. I did like episode eight. I did like the fact that Ellie saved herself and Joel didn't come in and save her because Joel was literally on his deathbed. I'm actually surprised Joel was like walking like nothing happened in episode nine. So assuming some time had passed, but like he literally was about to die. Um, and that's when she gets snatched up by the pervy guy and she ends up, I, I call him so many names. I call him a psycho pervert. Um, she ends up uh, being able to escape him and ends up killing him and burning the place down at the same time, which I thought was a little bit weird when the when the place burned down and like all those people had been in there. But then where did they go? Like, why didn't we see people running out or like, or did he, I was going to say, did he take her somewhere abandoned? But no, this was the same building that they were in when they were having that big meeting. So I know it was a little weird. Um, but that was episode eight. And then we get into episode nine. So that's when we see Ellie's mom. We get even more. We go even further back in her story to her birth. And we find out how she is able to be immune from 
um, the infected from, yeah, from the affected. And her mom literally in the middle of getting birth, giving birth, gets attacked by an infected. Um, she ends up killing him. And again, it's one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, we know her mom is dead in the present. So we're to assume like in this whole frenzy of things, like she had, a, had to have gotten scratched or whatever. Um, but when she realizes that she's been scratched, um, scratched on her leg, that's when Ellie starts crying because like in the midst of fighting for her life, Ellie was delivered. And so when Marlene shows up and she's like, okay, what's going on here? Like she sees the dead infected person or infected thing. And she sees Marlene who's like, oh, you need to take her um, and then kill me. And she's like, no, she was born before I was scratched, which clearly was not true because Ellie ends up being being immune. And so finally, we after we spent eight long seasons getting to this point, um, we finally get, or we finally, or not we, but Joel and Ellie finally make it to the Fireflies, although they didn't know that's who they were at first. Because Ellie is like still feeling um, down about what happened in episode eight when she killed that guy that clearly fought for her life. And clearly Joel is um, seeing that. And that was also like the unlock for Joel because we know that he struggled a lot with losing his daughter. We learn um, in this episode, like he tried to kill himself on the second day of everything because his daughter died and he missed um he was like well clearly there's a reason that I wasn't supposed to die and like that reason was because he's supposed to help well he's supposed to help Ellie but like who we'll, we'll see how that all plays out um but um I mean it's, it's what he does and kind of finds a, a pseudo daughter um and like they that whole event of everything that happened in episode eight brings them closer together um and I think that like unlocks something in um Joel's mind where it's like finally all those walls that he's had up for the past 20 years finally start to fall down and I, when I say Ellie was trying to break them walls down like I think inch by inch like she was chipping away little by little but like I think that every the um everything that wrapped up in episode eight helped to like bring the whole thing crumbling down and then they had the moment with the giraffes and connected even more and then he told her about what really happened with Sarah because she kind of got it secondhand from um Tommy and Tommy's um wife they're married right well she is pregnant I'm pretty sure they're married but got it secondhand from her um and yeah so once he finds out that they plan to remove the cordis up from Oh my gosh, I was about to call her Riley from Ellie. He's like, oh no, that's not that's not gonna happen. Which is kind of like it's one of those things was like, do you save the one person or do you save the world? That's literally the decision that has to be made because this one person is the only person that we know of who is immune to the cortis to the um infected or the cordyceps and she's immune because she has one she was literally born with one in her brain and so that's why they don't 
attack her. But I was like, is that true? Because I feel like she will still get attacked. But that's why um, she's essentially immune to them. And then Joel was like, well, wait, they're in her, her, um, they lodge in the brain. So that means like she would essentially have to die. And he wasn't having that. And he went on an entire murdering spree to save her, kill everybody, like literally everybody, all the fireflies killed Marlene and was like, took Ellie and she wakes up in the car and he's like, oh, they, there's actually plenty of people. They don't need you. And she knows he's lying. Um, and so I guess that's like the, the battle that people have been having for the past decade of like, should Joel have done what he did? But like, this kind of gives you, um, the ability to see why he did what he did, I guess, in a way, which I mean, from his perspective, it makes sense because he's already lost a daughter and now he kind of has this new daughter and it's like, oh, I don't want to lose her too, especially after he just like let everything down, like his guard and all the walls and all that. And finally like let her in. It's like they made plans for post her um, being able to help with the cure and like for him to hear like, oh no, there would be nothing after this moment, um, at least between him and Ellie, like was very triggering. So not surprised at how it ended. Um, but clearly Ellie is not buying it. Um, and I think that it will be interesting to see what it plays into, into the next season. Um, and then how it ties to like whatever is left. I think it's the part two. Like it's part in part two in the video. Game, is Joel still there? Because it made it seem like there's a time jump. And I highly doubt that they're going to do that big of a time jump. Which I don't know how big of a time jump it is. But like I think they said the video game is like. I don't want to say because I don't remember. I didn't write it down. But it's like a significant amount of time. Whereas in this. I just can't see them. I mean they could. Who knows. But I want to know what you all thought about um, The Last of Us. Uh, did you like how it ended? Uh, were some of the, the, some of the stories take too long to get to? What did you think about um, the Henry and Sam storyline? What did you think about all the individual characters that we met and lost along the way? Let me know all the things and I will talk to you all in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently Benjamin on Instagram and at currently Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcast on, and I'll talk to you in the next one.